Hey, Sweetest Honey Podcast. We're kicking off the first official episode with someone very special to me. She has been one of my biggest role models in faith, but also just as a woman. I've learned so much from her, and I'm so excited for you guys to hear what she has to say. So without further ado, everyone, please welcome Miss Lexi Smith. Woo-hoo! Round of applause. I'm going to cry already. That was, that was a really sweet intro. <laughs> you deserve it. Aww. I knew I wanted you to be my first guest on the episode with all the wisdom and advice that you've shared with me. And I just want you to share kind of like your journey and the success that you've had and just um, how you've remained grounded in faith through all of it. But there's so much I could say about you. So I'm just excited to have you here. Well, thank you for letting me be your first guest. I know this has been something that you've wanted to do for a while. So I'm really proud of you and excited Mm -hmm. to see where it goes. I'm excited too. Okay. I obviously know you really well, but um, I want you to give a little bit of background about yourself Mm -hmm. and kind of where you grew up and how you ended up where you are now. Okay. So I grew up in Flower Mound, Texas, and then I went to Oklahoma State University. Um, I danced for the Dallas Mavericks for two years, just finished my fifth year as a DCC. Um, I have one brother and two stepsisters. My dad is in Arlington. My mom's still in Flower Mound. Super grateful that my family is all here. My husband's from South Lake. His family's there. So we're really family oriented. Get to see them a lot. And it's really nice. Awesome. Okay. I kind of want you to go into your journey just as an NFL cheerleader because you had five successful years and were named Miss Pro Bowl Cheerleader 2022, (laughs) which is a huge deal. So tell me kind of like why you wanted to do that and what your mindset was um, through it all, like just kind of how you ended up where you did. Yeah. So it's hard to sum up five years. Yeah. It was just, (laughs) it was the best experience overall. And I think every year, was really different and gave me a different perspective. And I was super grateful for that, you know, from being a rookie, just trying to soak it all in, figure it all out to year five, being one of the leaders on the team. And I grew up so much in those five years and I learned a lot about myself and it was just amazing. It's hard to even pick where to begin, but I think mindset wise, I'm just, I couldn't have done it without the people in my life, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think, in anything, it's easy to get so wrapped up in being on a team or, you know, putting your worth into what you're doing. And I was really lucky to have people in my life to remind me that that's not all that I am. And there's so much more to life than just being on a professional dance team. And while it was one of the greatest accomplishments of my life, I know that it's not, it doesn't define me. And so I think that perspective is what really carried me through. It helped me remember that there's more life. Yeah, totally. I know. I think it's easy to get wrapped up in just like the hype of it all. Mm -hmm. And especially with what we do, we get a huge platform around Mm -hmm. us. And so being able to steward that well um, is really impressive. Mm -hmm. And that's like one of the reasons I look up to the most. So um, thank you. And I I got engaged. Claire obviously knows all of this, but (laughs) got engaged at the end of my first year, got married at the end of my second year. And honestly, my husband was one of the biggest reasons that I was able to have that mindset too. It wasn't a typical first year of marriage, but having him there when I would get home from practice or, you know, to send me off before games was just, yeah, 
the cherry on top of the whole experience, just having him there to share it with me. Yeah. Um, and encourage me and support me. And, you know, if I had a tough day, remind me that, hey, it's going to be okay. You uh-huh. know, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> um, that was just so helpful. Right. I feel like there's a lot of sacrifices you have to make too, especially mm-hmm. in a marriage, like while you're doing all this, because you spend so much time at practice and with right. other people trying to stay present in all places at all times yeah. can be really hard. So I want to get into marriage and all that talk in a little bit, mm-hmm. but going back to like sacrifices, um, obviously you've had like big dreams in your mm-hmm. life with dance. And so what would you say were some of like the biggest sacrifices or any like tips, advice you have for going after your dreams? I think that that's a great question. And I think that, you know, if you have a dream, you have to make sacrifices, mm-hmm. whether that's sleeping in so that you can wake <laughs> up and work out yeah. or going out and getting chips and queso with your friends if you're trying to, you know, make healthy choices. Right. Um, I think every big dream, taking, you know, taking a test, studying for it, mm-hmm. not hanging out with friends, whatever it is, requires sacrifices but yeah. and discipline. But, you know, if you have that dream, I think, it's easier to do because you're so excited to be working for it. And, you know, I think it's important to say too, you also need to give yourself some downtime. You can't just Have go, balance. yes, yeah. you can't go hundred percent all the time, you so know, true. yeah, it's really important to spend time with your friends or, you know, take a morning to sleep in get one of those treat meals, whatever it is, mm-hmm. because mental health will also take you a long way too. And right. Um, I definitely experienced that with my time dancing. You know, there's times where I was just so exhausted and realized, mm-hmm. you know, it's better for me to actually take a break than to just keep going hard. And yeah, I think just having that balance is super important. Yeah. I think that goes back to what you said at the beginning. You really do have to make sure you have a balanced life. And I think um, when you do, it's a lot healthier. You mm-hmm. have a better relationship, like, with, I guess, your career. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not so glued to it. Yep. But you are still committed and um, giving your all at the same time. But you have to like fill your bucket up, you know, in other places. For sure. In order to like pour that out. Exactly. To be your best in other ways too. Right. Honestly, I was thinking about this the other day, like how you manage to balance a marriage, friendships, a community group. Lexi and I go to the same church. Um, She's really plugged in there, like serves there and – Um, has like a marriage group that she attends weekly and I was like trying to imagine how you would balance that so kind of give us an idea of like how you stayed sane (laughs) well I was actually laughing about that the other day because I was getting stressed about something or had a lot to do and I was like I don't think I can ever complain about being stressed because I will never have I will never be as busy as I was my last year on the team. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, I, I'll never be that busy again. If I could do that, I can do anything. Right. <laughs> um, I think my mindset throughout that just – I knew it was temporary, and I knew it was my last year, and I just wanted to give everything that I could. And I think the the hard part is, which we I had these hard conversations with some people in my life as far as being spread thin. Yeah. You know, I – remember crying to Grant one night this season, last season mm-hmm. about I just feel like I'm not giving my all in every area. I'm spread so thin that I don't feel like I'm my best. And, you know, I think that's a constant battle because 
I didn't want to spread myself too thin, but there were yeah. so many people and so many groups that I wanted to give to. So I think just giving myself some grace and Grant was great at reminding me of that. I feel like I never really noticed that you were feeling stressed because you were so intentional, like with people. And it was not even just like a few friends. It was like the whole team you were intentional with. Aww, um, thanks, Claire. I think really just knowing that it was my last year was such yeah. a huge help because we really <laughs> yeah. take it for granted getting to see everyone like five days a week, even though it pulled me away from other things. Like that's just such a rare thing as yeah. an adult to have to be able to see your friends yeah. you know, so much. And so mm -hmm. knowing that that was coming to a close, just really trying to make friendships that were going to last mm -hmm. and, you know. I want you to share, if you're willing, a little bit about your Pro Bowl experience. Yeah. So that was just the cherry on top of the best last year. For those of you who don't know a lot about Pro Bowl, the NFL selects one cheerleader from each team to come and represent their organization at the Pro Bowl that happens in February. And it's really just fun. It was like the least stressful thing I've ever done <laughs> in my NFL career, which is funny because I would have thought that it would have been stressful. And, you know, I put a lot of stress on myself going into right. it, just knowing that I was representing my team and uh -huh. yeah. everything there. But it was so much fun and getting to just meet the girls and talk about our different organizations. And it was awesome. And she left out the team voted for her to go. <laughs> yeah. um, so it is a big honor. I think that we all just respect you so much and wanted you to represent all of us. Um, that's like a pretty big honor and so deserving. Of all the things that I could have done on the team, knowing that you guys wanted me to go was one of the greatest honors. And I think that's why I put some pressure on myself. Right. Um, yeah. But, you know, I, it's funny going into it with all these strangers, you know, just being so nervous. But then when I got there, you know, you kind of realize everyone's feeling a little bit of that same pressure once we got to know each other and really talk and mm -hmm. get to know each other on a deeper level and stuff like that. It was like, okay, this is fun. This is meant to be enjoyed. Yeah. And it was. It was so fun. For people who don't know this, like we have a Bible study on our team. And honestly, like we had a lot of people this year join. Like, this was the biggest year that I've ever experienced. Right. It was amazing. One of the reasons like a lot of us voted you is because we want people to see um, just more than what like meets the eye with our team. Like obviously we have a lot of respect around it um, just talent wise, but like people don't always know the depth of the people on our team. And we knew Lexi was going to go and one, be like sweet and kind to everyone. But two, um, I knew you were going to go and like share your faith because you do that in everyday life. And that's kind of like our mission here. So tell me a little bit about how you went about that in Vegas. Yes. I'm like already trying not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, before I left my community group. So I've been with this community group for about two years now. Um, it's a group of married couples. There's four couples. And before I left, one thing that I asked them to pray for was just opportunities to share the gospel. Um, that's not something I'm super confident in. And, yeah. you know, I think I try to live that out, but talking about it can make me a little bit nervous sometimes. I just don't mm -hmm. want to say the wrong thing. And right. So <clears throat> they prayed for that for me, just knowing that I'd be meeting, you know, 30 strangers, um, just what an opportunity that was. And so um, whenever I was there, the one of the men that was the direct, there was a man and a woman that were the directors and the man was sharing a little bit of his story. And he eventually had all of us share stories and he would ask questions and 
when he was sharing, you know, he brought up a few faith-based things and, you know, was mentioning God. And so I went up to him afterwards and just told him, you know, the story about my community group and said, thank you so much for sharing because my group was praying for me to be bold. And um, I actually ended up asking my group, the gr- a group that I had gone to lunch with, if I could pray before a meal. And I shared that with him and just said, you know, you inspired me to be bold and to ask them some strangers where, you know, yeah. I don't know where they stand. Um, and he was just so appreciative that I shared that with him. And something I didn't know, um, he had told us that first night that he had just lost his mom like two weeks before. Wow. Yeah. And the Texans cheerleader had also lost her mom. And so she had gone up to him and, you know, talked to him, gave him a hug. Um, so whenever it was my time to, this will come back at the end. <laughs> I know this is kind of hard to follow, but no, okay. whenever it was my turn to share, he asked me to stand up and he was like, okay, I want you to tell me what you told. I want you to tell the group what you told me that first night. And right. I was just like, shocked like he just gave me that platform that I had prayed for to be able to tell that whole group of girls like how my group had been praying for me before I left to be bold and yeah it was just amazing like so many people were crying and it was just like the biggest that I had seen God move in my life like he just Mm -hmm. gave me a platform to like be vulnerable and say I'm not perfect at this but I don't have to be perfect which was just like yeah so refreshing because you know I struggle like I said with feeling like I have to say the wrong the right thing and um so I shared and then at the end the man his name was Ron he was like you know I just wanted to let you know that the fact that the Texans cheerleader came up to him and me from Dallas Mm -hmm. was really just a god wink for him because he's from Texas and so losing his mom two weeks prior he just felt like that was, you know, a gift from his mom just saying, I'm still yeah. here with you. And this is your why this is you needed to be here for these girls. And yeah. so it was just really impactful in my life. And for him to say that too, it was just, yeah. it was, it was the coolest experience. I know that story gives me chills. <laughs> it's so cool. And like, definitely an answered prayer. But it's just funny. Like, I feel like God has a sense of humor. You just wanted a platform to share that or mm-hmm. just like, confidence in that and he literally gave it to you on a platter and was like here you go like he opens the way for you to share the gospel if you're willing and like you have that obedient heart and so I'm so glad that whole experience happened for you yeah just so special and a lot of the girls were really receptive too and you know there was kind of all over the map of faith where they were but Mm. you know it had it led to even like further great conversations which is just really special I mean it was just Mm -hmm. such an answered prayer and you never know how that can affect someone either like especially someone on another team that's looking up to you um as a DCC Mm -hmm. and they get to hear like your testimony a little bit Mm -hmm. um just in the way that you live your life and that plants a seed that God will hopefully and will water like later on but just like not an experience that you hear about every day, but I'm sure like whenever I have stuff like that happen in my life, I want to tell everyone about it. Oh yeah. I mean, (laughs) it is the biggest impact I've ever felt like Mm -hmm. answered prayer, direct prayer Mm -hmm. for like me being bold in my faith. And so it was just, it was really cool. And just to be able to share this story, you know, I have shared it with so many people and it's just, it was awesome. Yeah. It's evident like God's working in your life and that he put you in that role for for a reason and I feel like you can feel it you know Mm -hmm. I think that's why you like prayed with your community group before you go because you know there's going to be opportunity for that Mm -hmm. where like 
Faith isn't really talked about a lot. Right. Um, so he really did put you in that role for a reason. Which yeah. Is so cool. Thanks. Okay. What role would you say Faith has played in your life? And you can kind of go into your marriage too. Okay. Um, it's played a huge role. I think part of my story too is I have danced my whole life, started at age three, danced through high school. I tried out for my college dance team and didn't make it. And I was absolutely crushed. Mm -hmm. You know, it was my outlet. (laughs) (laughs) It was my outlet. It was my passion. I was devastated. And I had always loved the team aspect and, you know, just struggling to find that place to fit in. And so that's really when I started leaning on Proverbs 3, 5 through 7. That's just like my favorite verse. And so, um, I love it too. Yeah. Just trusting because I'm so type A and a planner and just realizing that that's not even remotely what happens. (laughs) It's not my plan at all, but you know, I, I try to plan, but just being comfortable and realizing that that's not the reality of God's plan. And, you know, sometimes it's different than what I'm looking for or hoping for. And, you know, I think, that just was huge for me because I, I didn't feel ready to be done dancing, but you know, it led me to a lot of great other experiences that I was able to have during college. Yeah. Um, and obviously like, who knows what if I'd been burnt on, burnt out burnt on dancing out, yeah. and didn't pursue it after, you know, I think everything really happens for a reason, but um, it's scary to go for your dreams. And yeah. so that verse just really like carried me through a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just relying on that, knowing that it's really not in my control. I can do all that I can, but at the end of the day, it's not up to me. Yeah. And like God knows best. I think that's like the biggest lesson I've learned because yeah. there's been dreams I've really thought are for me. And yeah, um, just knowing where he's brought me now, I can totally see the bigger picture of like, just he knows what is deep in your heart and like what's going to make you happy. And you're right. Like there could have been something that turned you off or away from dance right. in those years or like there's people he wanted you to meet outside of that. Um, right. Exactly. It could be anything. And there's seasons of life, I think, where it's hard because you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm being fulfilled or like I'm accomplishing my dreams or whatever. But um, I think now it's probably easier to look back on those years and see like how he brought you um, back to Dallas and like into the position that you are. Exactly. And I think as far as marriage goes, Grant has always been a leader in my eyes, but whenever we did merge, which is the premarital counseling through our church, I'm like the biggest merge fan. So if anybody is engaged or seriously dating, highly recommend looking into merge at Watermark. And you're going to be a part of it, right? Yeah. So while my husband and I rebrand the slideshow last time, (laughs) yes, I think you have to be married for three years to leave a table. So we just happily press the space bar and run the slideshow for now. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll lead a table. We'll feel confident enough. But oh, you'd be great at it. Thanks. Um, I feel I felt like I really saw Grant just step up through merge, though. Just realize the importance of leading our family well, and mm-hmm. that's really when we got plugged in. We finished merge, got married, officially joined as members of Watermark, and mm-hmm. then joined a foundation group, which is if you're married for two years or less, they have a set curriculum for you. And then once you're finished with that curriculum, you transition into a community group. So we've made that transition now. But um, I think 
just seeing him step up in that role and just realize the importance of setting our foundation for marriage and hopefully a future family um, based in faith, just how important that was. And um, it's been really fun to grow together in that. And, you know, there's seasons of learning and growing and it's just been really great to experience that together. Yeah. It's been huge for our marriage. Something like someone in my family told me a long time ago, which I feel like if you are following Christ is so important um, and finding that other person who has that same value system. Because mm-hmm. if you have that person who knows Christ, when you are growing in your marriage, you're each going to become more like Jesus mm-hmm. through that, which means you're going to become closer together too. Exactly. And if you have arguments or like you start to grow apart, like that's the thing that brings you back together. Mm-hmm. Versus when you don't have that, it's easy to just kind of be like, this isn't working right. or get like, discouraged in that way but when you have christ and you have like mindset of forgiveness and the commitment and like the covenant you made before him you know like you're gonna keep in honor i think it just brings a lot more security into your marriage too it really does. obviously i'm not married but <laughs> but honestly your mindset is is so right and you know the whole forgiveness aspect i feel like the way that we used to argue at the beginning of our relationship almost eight years ago now compared to now it's just so different and you know we were younger we were 21 at the time i was 21 grant was 24 25 and you know so we've grown up a lot but i think even the way we disagree and argue now Mm -hmm. which newsflash guess what you're always gonna fight with your spouse (laughs) so it's really that's the important thing i feel like it's really like finding someone who you can fight with (laughs) your fighter (laughs) yes exactly pick your fighter and i you know, it's not fun to disagree, but right. just knowing that we can communicate and at the end of the day, we will be forgiving each other because mm-hmm. who are we to not forgive each other when Christ forgives us, you know? Right. So just reminding ourselves of that. And luckily, like that community around us is there because all of us, and I think anyone in community would say, everyone's brought things to the table to discuss as a group. And mm-hmm. just having those people to kind of remind you, bring you back to, you know, you need to forgive each other right. and, you know, right. talk it through and, Yeah. And I think making it known that relationships aren't perfect. You're going to face some struggle if you haven't already. Like you are going to fight. Anything like could Mm -hmm. happen, but um, it is a good opportunity to like display God's grace and just kind of share how God redeems your relationship year after year and Mm -hmm. just like broken parts of it. Um, Because we are sinful. Like we're going to like, you know, we're going to be selfish in um, some moments, but again, like going back to that foundation of faith, you can renew those parts. And like, that's why forgiveness is so necessary. Yeah, that Um, was really well said. That's so true. (laughs) What do you think has been like the key to success in your guys' marriage? I do think being so rooted in our church and community and just faith in general, Mm -hmm. um, I think we've really learned to communicate well and and I think communication overall you know outside of faith is just it's it's funny but little things that like married couples fight about you know like the shared calendar and like (laughs) when you're I thought you were free well it wasn't on the calendar you know things like that that it's just it's funny things like that but yeah you know just learning to communicate and prioritize and make sure that we're telling each other hey we have this going on and um you know I we didn't live together and so just realizing how to live together how to do life together um the communication part of it has grown a lot and and I think that's been really crucial for us too you guys from an outsider's perspective 
like have the most fun relationship you guys are always laughing do you think having like your own separate hobbies or or just like independent time is really crucial definitely she's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. yeah yeah we joked about like are we gonna need a break when i'm done cheering because i'm oh. gonna be home so much more <laughs> But like I said, COVID kind of gave us a little bit of a taste of that. Yeah. But um, I think it's really important to still be able to have independent hobbies and yeah. things going on because it makes us miss each other and look forward to seeing right. each other again. Um, and I think we've both been really great about having those and being respectful. But also, you know, if I feel like Grant's been gone a lot, I'm like, hey, can we just plan to stay home this weekend. I really want to spend time together. And he's like, of course, you know, yeah. so just commu again, that communication. communication. Um, but I do think it's really important. And mm -hmm. he, we do have a lot of fun together. I mean, he really is my best friend. He always makes me laugh. And, um, <laughs> but I do think time apart makes us miss each other. And yeah. so it's good. If you could go back and tell your younger self something, what do you know now that you wish she would have known then? Man, there are so many things. I know, right? <laughs> and like, that's a broad yeah. question. I can kind of think of two. I think first, just kind of going back to not making that dance team, mm -hmm. um, you know, and really leaning on Proverbs 3. Um, I just wish that I trusted God's plan more in that moment. You know, I think right. I eventually got there and really relied on that verse. But um, just knowing that I was at the right, you know, and of course yeah. I can say that now, knowing that I yeah. everything that I've been able to do, but right. um, with dance and everything like that, but just just trusting and and knowing that if you have a dream, sometimes it will, you just have to shift it and yeah. kind of change it a little bit, but just to keep pursuing that, whether it's a different dance team for me or you know a different career goal, and um, just because one thing doesn't work out doesn't mean that something else greater for you isn't around the corner so just trusting god's plan and kind of shifting your dream and your goal to kind of take on a new role i yeah. think would be one thing and then you know before dating grant just i would probably say you know just not knowing what the future held for my spouse but again kind of just going back to trusting god and knowing that the perfect person was out there for me yeah. um and to not settle you yeah. know and to know that there was a godly man who would lead our family well mm -hmm. out there for me to just entrust God that mm -hmm. he would be put into my life at the perfect time. You know, it's easy to have like a checklist of what you're looking for in a spouse. Um, and mm -hmm. But just just trusting God's plan of knowing that the perfect person will be put into your life yeah. and that you'll be able to grow together. And mm -hmm. um, I think it's just easy to get caught up in like looking for the right person at the right, right time and feeling pressure because people around you are getting married yeah. and it's it's easy to get caught up in that. So just yeah. you know, trusting that. That's actually funny you said that because I've always had that list because people have told me like year after year, just make a list of what you want, like pray for it. Like yeah. pray that God would bring that man into your life. And like most of my things on the list are not, you know, like looks or anything. Right. It's more like character. So yeah. I mean, it's good in a sense, but at the same time, I don't even think I know what I want. Like God knows what I want. He knows what I need. So I'm going to throw away this like whole list and just let him bring that person into my life exactly. because I think he can surprise you mm -hmm. if you've always had a type or you've always had a certain personality that you like are attracted to. Right. Like you never know. Exactly. Um, I think praying for someone that will lead you well and yeah. you know, <laughs> other than that, you know, things will, things will fall into place. I know. Um, Lexi has just gone into this new career. Yeah. Um, she's, 
a realtor now. Yes. So tell us all about that because it's so exciting and she she makes the cutest little realtor. <laughs> <laughs> Aww, um, yeah, so post-cheering, um, I had a different job while I was on the team, but kind of going back to revisiting goals, thinking about next steps and mm-hmm. – I think, you know, obviously we're goal-oriented people and like mm-hmm. going for things. And so kind of just wanted to take a step back, think about what I really wanted out of life. And um, I've been really lucky to join Sage Realty Group with Compass and just Yay. helped sell my first house. Yay. So I've loved it so far. It's been, I think it's just a really great way to work with family and friends right. and meet new people. And I've loved it. So I'm yeah. excited. You know, I'm only one month in. But know, I'm really but... excited to jump in and yeah I feel like it's kind of a it's a great goal-oriented job Mm -hmm. you know just try to accomplish what I can and yeah you're gonna be great love people along the way yes and hopefully there's some babies soon (laughs) Claire (laughs) I always bring it up but like I just can't wait. I can't wait. I volunteer to be your babysitter. <laughs> okay, well, I'll take you about it. No babies at the moment, but we have our puppy they for do. now. They have their puppy. Before we wrap up, kind of want to tie in what you said about like community just mm-hmm. being so important. I think, I feel like in the last week, I've just heard that word over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been huge to me. And I think like it becomes a lot more important when you get older and you settle down and how important and like vital do you think community has been to your relationship and just like life in general? I definitely think it's been crucial. And I think what's nice about community is we have different areas of community that help us in different ways and bring different perspectives. We have an amazing neighborhood um, with, there's probably you know, six or so couples. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones without kids, but we just adore our neighborhood. Yeah. We have community at church. You know, my teammates, Grant has a core group of friends. And um, I think it's just, we feel very lucky to have people who will speak truth into our lives mm-hmm. and, you know, help us stay accountable and say, you know, how are you doing in your faith? How are you doing in your marriage? And yeah, I think that that's just vital for success. And we feel very lucky to have such great people in our lives. And mm-hmm. um I think that that's helped us a lot. Yeah. It reminded me of like Jenny Allen's new book about finding your people and just how in this world we've kind of changed so that we're more independent and like Mm -hmm. we don't need each other. And she gives this example of like, you can't go to your next door neighbor anymore and just like ask for an egg like you used to. She's like, we put up our fences, we go to the grocery store, we don't want to ask for help. But I think it's like so important even when – you have your like feet in all these different things mm-hmm. to um, real, like lean on your people mm-hmm. and have them help you there and like admit like, hey, I'm tired, I'm weak, like mm-hmm. I really need encouragement right now. Like even if you seem like you're doing well, like everybody needs that little boost. Yeah. Um, and just kind of that's like why I thought of like sweet as honey just that Bible verse that talks about um, kind words being sweet to the soul Mm -hmm. and healing for the body. We all need that community to speak life into us Mm -hmm. and just keep us going because life is hard and there's a lot that goes on, but it can be sweeter if you have the right community around you. That's really well said. And I think you're so right. We are afraid to ask for help and which is just crazy because, you know, people want to love on their friends and family and, community so just being able to admit like I need a little bit of encouragement and I think that would be 
you know, just a little peek inside our team that people might yeah. not expect, you know, because of movies, you see cheer teams that are catty and <laughs> yeah. mean, but oh my gosh, no, gosh, that's just been one of the biggest blessings and in finding incredible intentional friendships is the support and the encouragement that yeah we give each other on the team and we're just genuinely so happy for each other mm-hmm. um, when good things come our way and I feel like the great thing about our team even compared to other teams that I've even been a part of is just recognizing everyone has their day to shine which mm-hmm. is so special because yeah. we have a lot of opportunities for people to be recognized and right. and and that just everyone's just so happy for each other which mm-hmm. is is really sweet and encouraging and I think has encouraged me in my life to just really build people up because I get that so much on the dance team. So just being able to give that to other people in my life and just really, you know, build them up whenever they're needing encouragement because that's been a huge benefit to me. Yeah, totally. I've never been on a team this like inspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, That was like my biggest shock when I came here. And I think I knew I felt like I was at home because I was around all these people that truly make me a better person. And like, I've only been here for two years approaching my third and um I feel like I'm a totally different person than when I came in and feel like just being surrounded by women who can really uplift your confidence too like if I'm having a bad day there's always someone there to be like nope you're not going to believe that about yourself today like exactly they really do hold you accountable and I think that just having the bible study on the team Mm -hmm. like I've seen God's hand totally at work in all of our lives in He's just really making it like a bright place to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would say that's definitely different than some of the other parts of the dance world I've been in. But I know people look up to you so much. You've done a great job, Claire, assists with leading with the Bible study. I think you're just such a role model to so many and will continue to be. And you're, you know, where you are in your faith is just really inspiring. And there are no dumb questions to you. You know, you're willing to sit down with anyone and talk through anything and kind of even if you don't know and like learn and being, you know, you're humble and you're like, well, let's figure this out. Let's, let's dive in and see, you know, I think that you're great about just really like <laughs> getting on their level or, you know, and, and jumping in with them, which is super awesome to see. Thank you. Yeah. I try, but <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't know. I've, my goal this year is just to like really view people as God's children and like valued for everything that he calls us to be. And mm-hmm. I want to like pursue everyone in love and obviously not perfect at it, yeah. but <laughs> nobody is, nobody is. And we just have to try our best and like really live on mission, knowing that like our purpose here is much bigger than what we accomplish, but it's more about what we leave behind and building our house in heaven, just, yep. you know, working for the kingdom every day. So having that intention just makes life a lot easier too and more peaceful. <laughs> Definitely. But this has been so fun. I know. Great so first fun. podcast. I know. So special. It's so easy to talk to you too. So I hope that everyone has um, enjoyed this conversation as much as we have and maybe learned some things too along the way. Thank you so much for just taking the time to do this. Thanks for having me. Love ya. Love you too. <laughs> All right. Bye y'all. Say bye, Lexi. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>